it would be appropriate for this program to start with a song without lyrics of MF Doom just cause it would be something we'd fuck up anyway rest in peace R.I.P it's very sad from Halloween apparently yeah let's not even intro ourselves how are you today Emily I'm okay okay oh yeah you had a busy a rough day. start i feel like you're me from last week uh, yeah i was thinking that same thing in an effort to prevent something like last week i had no seafood good job feeling mm-hmm. better i do I seafood feel like is very good for you in moderation <laughs> yeah maybe i should go seafood dry in 2021 <laughs> moderation's always been your strong suit it doesn't matter what it is liquid food powders pills i can't get it i need it all it, it, it goes both ways, too. If I'm, like, trying to eat better, I just completely go the other direction. Yeah. Extreme. extreme. That I'm kind of an extreme guy. You certainly are. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Jersey so, buying. Jer- <laughs> That's, that is yeah. very extreme. Yep. Bought too many jerseys, but I've been wearing them, and the one I'm wearing right now is one I did not buy. Well, I did, but it's not counterfeit. This is real. Scott, where were you when you heard MF Doom died? I was in my home. <laughs> I uh, was with my girlfriend, and I proceeded to say MF. I said it a hundred times, but I I never really listened to him. No, I'd, I'd seen the name bandied about. Yeah, I never dove in. Just bandied about. <laughs> bandied about. <laughs> you know, I don't never really knew what that. I meant, never but. heard hide nor hair of him until <laughs> you. <laughs> this is the idiom us. podcast. <laughs> uh, I only knew the name, but. I've seen the mask around. Yeah, he did an album with Aqua Teen, Hunger Force, and uh, Danger Mouse. Remember what Danger Mouse was big for? Mm -mm. He did the Gray album that was Beatles and Jay-Z. He did the White album and then the Black album, and then he made it the Gray album. So that was 2005 that the that Aqua Teen collaboration came in, and it's like Aqua Teen is more than a Cartoon Network. No, it, it was, I don't, I gotta, I I own the record and I need to like look up to see like what, the, it had like skits on it. There's no way it holds up. Nothing worse it, than a bad skit. Yeah, skits in general. Yeah, they're not, it's not, there's no. A, a, you a, might want to listen once. Yeah, I mean. And then never again. Early Eminem is pretty, it's good. It holds up. As well as you could hope. Until. Until the skits. Do you agree, Emily? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh. But I feel a little weird with our new setup where both <laughs> you and Scott are elevated and I'm, you're just looking down upon me this entire time. Well, we we, want, we ch- wanted to make the implied <laughs> physical. I think the dynamic was changing. There's also and, a spotlight on me. Like, Oh, really? <laughs> you can change very... that if you want. Okay. She's going to have to. Change the light. You can shut it off. See, I have these beautiful lights that we installed, but they're not. I never got a chance to change the direction of them, and I can't reach. I feel much better having turned that interrogation light off. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, I changed the setup a little bit just to kind of change the dynamic, and it kind of does feel weird. Yeah, now but, it's uh, going to be lording over you. <laughs> what else is new? Tell us about the rat. The street rat. <laughs> it's very. It's. I don't know if our listeners can handle it. It's too tragic. It's like, they can. There's just a dead rat outside in the street, and Emily is a bit traumatized by How it. How big was it? Rat-sized. I mean, not like Princess Bride not, rat. Not but New York rat. No, it's Brockton rat. Those Brockton. are bad rats. Well, 
this guy went out in a bad way. I wonder so. what happened because I was outside earlier I and I would know. have noticed a big rat. It was and way I, down the end. We're, we're parked in the oh, last you did spot. It. Oh, ooh, never go down there. <laughs> There's a beautiful little cat that runs around outside. Well, I hope the cat enjoys the I rat. I do too. I hope he gets drunk on rat meat. Good yeah. eating. Treats tonight. himself. Maybe I'll so. let my cat out for a little Start treat. The I, new year off right. I wanted to get my cat a leash. But yeah. I don't know if you'd like it, but you, we'll try. You obviously Which wouldn't. cat? You have two cats. Uh, Muhammad, the black and white tuxedo cat. Okay. Are you going to lay down? It looked like you were about to no. lay down. <laughs> I'm working the new setup, too. Um, yeah, well, I wanted to be able to like take a peek at the game, but this one doesn't look like it's a very good game. So what game are we watching tonight? Uh, Boston Celtics at the Detroit Pist- Pistons. Uh, where do they play? What city? Detroit. No, they don't. They play like really far away. Oh, I'm, I forget. I'll look it up. Yeah, we don't want people to like call us out. Auburn Hills? Auburn Hills, that's it. Good job, Scott. So that's like, I think, 60 miles from Detroit. But we have a job to do. We have listeners that want to know our thoughts. We've, sadly enough, I think we're going <laughs> to, we, I think I'm going to retire the Instagram account. Wh- why? I don't really, because I, it's a lot of work. Now we have the Patreon, the Instagram <laughs> And it, the thing is, is that like for the Patreon, it's that like we will have subscribers. Don't worry. There, are, many people are asking how to sign up for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Sound like, like Trump. I don't want to do a special episode for three people. That's like a really big waste of resources. You have so you to figure, though. You so you figure to. we'll cut down the social media presence. <laughs> <that'll help. laughs> yeah, we're getting too big. All right, I'm not going to retire the Instagram, but it's uh, it like just. It, Give Scott and I the password, and we'll we'll help with okay. some of it. Okay, all right. I want to see Scott on Instagram. <laughs> now you got me intrigued, but we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash thepodcats, which I don't know how we got. There's like no... Obviously, it's a very stupid name to say the podcasts. I like it, but there's like no one uses that. That's very surprising. I know. I was like, I'm like, this is going to be... This had had to have been already done before. And it's not. So patreon.com slash the podcasts. We're going to do something where I don't know, but I mean, time and um, children, children, rats, diapers, it's all going (laughs) to cats. It's all going to be like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It'll be worth it. It it won't be worth it, but we'll do it. Maybe we'll try our first virtual podcast as a bonus Patreon. Something like that. So um, I already did the... Somebody wanted to see pictures of everybody on the podcast, someone that mm. knows me. So I gave them the picture so they could put a face to the name. So um, you can DM me for pictures <laughs> of uh, my other two co-hosts, Scott and Emily, if that's what you're into. And we'll maybe do a tier system of... Scott and I are probably like... We probably hide from the camera more than most, I would say. I think so, So there's yeah. not a lot of... Like yeah, pictures out there. So this is rare that people are asking. I me found for this. it's rare that we're they get very this. into MF Doom and his <laughs> yeah face <laughs> coverings, face coverings, mask. Uh, well, I found a picture of me and Emily together at one of Scott's sons Jason's parties outside. Oh yeah, someone did take a picture of us, and it's I look horrible. I'm fat, <laughs> drunk, and stupid. Was this a night when you? This was during not the day. A night. It was during the day. Did this lead I to never a night, saw the but picture. You drove but into a tree. No, it did not. Okay. <laughs> um, I remember we were talking coffee. We were having coffee talk, uh-huh. and someone took a picture. And our friend Dan was like, "Oh God, you guys are being snobs about coffee. I'm going to walk away." We, we were just, probably reacting to that in the photo. Him walking away. 
Probably. You're probably like, ah. You were trying to flip over the table. Yeah, biting it and <laughs> flipping it over. One of my go-to moves, biting the table. Um, but yeah, whatever. You know, we'll, we'll make the Patreon worth it as soon as we, uh, I don't know, sort it out. The numbers have been pretty good, I think, for a podcast that is pretty scattered. <laughs> what are you doing, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> what did you see him? Don't worry about me. <laughs> I just get nervous when they're holding the mic like that. I <laughs> It's like very strange, but I experiment with hand grips. Okay, <laughs> so do I. Right before you guys come over here, uh, I guess we can kind of move on to what this episode is going to be about. Emily, you want to talk about what it's going to be? Sure. So we've already talked about it twice, I think, on mic. But yeah. we are we compiled our list of the best songs that we heard in 2020. Yeah, I thought that was a good idea because. I, I the idea of saying hey these are the top five songs of 2020 sounds very obnoxious. Yeah, and I know you. And they're heard not a, of 2020. They're songs that we heard. In yeah, and you haven't heard a new song since what 2012? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So 2013. I have, I have 2013. It's not be too. Yeah, I think maybe something about the marathon bombing made you not want to find <laughs> new music. <laughs> uh, a new bombing <laughs> material for you. I've already, I've already been slightly censored on this episode, but yeah. I think that the dead rat reason. will do the heavy lifting for me <laughs> <laughs> about what I can and cannot say. <laughs> um, maybe rat. the diaper too. I don't know. <laughs> I did step in a dirty diaper on the way in. So. I don't live in that bad of a neighborhood. <laughs> I don't No, I do actually live in that bad the of a neighborhood. Rat. Rat and diaper part of the town. The further down you park, I guess. I don't go that far. It's the diapers get. That's that old expression, (laughs) right? The further down you park, the dirtier the diaper gets. (laughs) Uh, If you look out the window, I may have said this already. Is that there's a a building where you across from where you park? Mm -hmm. There's like homeless people that live up there, Mm -hmm. and there's like a guitar on the roof. And I one day. One day I was in the morning, I might have been extremely hungover, and I look out the window and I see you the said, gu- hey, I have a podcast about music. Come <laughs> yeah. on in. <laughs> I let them in, and he said, just let me get rid of my diaper. <laughs> no, but I did look out the window, and I saw the guitar on the roof, and I said, what are the chances that I actually did that? And I looked, and I was like, all right, good. The guitar is still here. <laughs> what was your percentage of worry? I don't... It was like 50... 50 60 (laughs) 50 50 so then that day like sarah and her my girlfriend her daughter came over and then when we left i wanted to tell the i'm like sarah i'm gonna tell the guy that owns the auto mechanic place that there was a there's a guitar on the roof and she's like why it's a waste of time like no it's funny so i was like hey there's a guitar on the roof and he's like what and i go uh there's a there's a guitar on your roof i can like i he's like he goes i can't hear you and i'm like (laughs) Just screaming back and forth. And he's like, oh, yeah, homeless people live up there. Somebody called the cops. I'm like, okay, great. But, yeah. Happy ending. Wow. Happy ending. Um, Yeah. I wonder what else is up there. 2021 isn't off to a great start. No, this was. Dead rats in the street. Yeah. Homeless people living on roofs. Mm -hmm. But. Not anymore. Did you guys get your stimulus? I did. Me too. Did you already got it? Got it? Mm hmm. Yeah. I haven't got it. It Got 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 it. I, I, I can see it. And it's going to be there on Monday. Mine's processing. But Yesterday, it, it, it got showed deposited. Up. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to buy anything? No. Save, yeah. That's not what you're supposed Savings. to do. you got to stimulate the economy. We're well, not gonna... I'm, I'm donating some of it because I am not personally affected by okay. the pandemic. So some of sure. it is being donated. Hmm. We need it a, is. We need a special remix for when you donate money. Why? special song I can play. Why is that Maybe so... a bumper. Yeah. Donation corner. 
I don't understand your skepticism. I, I believe I you. You just don't believe that. me. <laughs> no, it's nice to donate money, I guess. <laughs> it kind of changes the whole tone of the podcast a little. I just feel weird because I'm not, like, like I said, personally affected yeah. by it. So I feel really bad for the people who are getting $600. It's going to give them like groceries for a month for their family of five, and that's going to be it. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty stupid, and it is kind of like, fuck you money to... In a way, it's like this is just doesn't meet meet. It's not enough to make a difference. We all know that, right? But it also is kind of sad that there's like people that, like in Brockton, all the banks are closed. You can only go through drive up. You can only through the drive if you have a car. So you get a paper check that you can't cash. You can cash it, but you know it's not like you can just go down. It's not that easy. Yeah. But uh, we'll never see the two thousand dollars. What do you think? It seems doubtful. Yeah. I'm gonna remain slightly hopeful. Slightly hopeful, yeah. I guess that's I guess that's all you can do in twenty. Had Lindsey Graham pushing for it today. He was. Yeah. Wow. But he's tr- Trump's little boy, so he is Trump's little boy. Trump's still pushing for it, so Lindsey had to come in and back him up. Yeah, I, I think that it, it it might happen, but there it, there's going to be like a poison pill. So yeah, no, it seems unlikely. Yeah, it sucks. I would kind of like that money, though. What are you, what are you going to buy with your 600 since um, you're so against me probably, donating probably money? Probably charity, if you think yeah, about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, P. P. McDonough. I don't know, a state PS5. funeral for the dead rat. Oh, yeah. Um, I would, first I of all, donate to that. it's way more pleasurable to pretend to buy a PS5 and look at it. Yeah. Put it in the cart. Maybe pretend to check out. Maybe, um, you know, don't sign in. You know, I, I like to look at these things. I really do want a PS5, though. <laughs> you should buy Cyberpunk for uh, Sarah's Oh, daughter. we did, yeah. We, we made it to the Cyberpunk reference. <laughs> um, yeah, I will buy it for him. Okay. <laughs> a little uh, anatomy lesson. Yeah. You're going weird today. <laughs> I'm, it's a new year. New year, same Scott. Yeah. New glasses, though, which I do like. Thank I like you. those glasses, yeah. Thanks. I, the other day was leaving my house and I was going to put on a new pair of glasses and I'm looking at them and I'm like, they're going, they're, they need to be adjusted. So I put these on. So I put my sunglasses on, put these right here. I get out of the car at work. They fall off my thing, my jacket, and I stepped on them oh, that same geez. day. Oof. 2020. Wow. When will you quit? It's like a Christmas story status. It was terrible. Ralphie. I ordered some new sunglasses last night. Why don't you just order them all at the same time? Finish up. I would... I didn't know if I was going to spend some $180 on fake drugs through uh, the FSA program. Oh, Amazon, you can do that too. You can use the card for it? Yeah. You should uh, have spent it on same drugs. Same drugs. By Chance the Rapper. <laughs> so what are fake drugs that you're going to buy? No, just like... Jack- Kratom? No, just jacked up prices on like uh, Motrin and stuff. Yeah, that actually would have made sense. Uh, I asked that spot. So you're Sunglasses. a Warby Parker. Yeah. What frames are those? I don't remember the name. They, like, they have annoying names. The William. I don't know. The William. The Bills. Um, <laughs> all right. We got to kind of move on here. Enough glasses talk. Yeah. Did we all watch Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? <laughs> we did. We Scott did. and I did. Yeah. Well, I finally watched it. Okay. What'd you think? I liked it. I thought it was a, it treaded a, a fine line between, um, I, I never saw Fences. So I didn't either. No. I like certain things that are like, hey, this is a play that we've made into a movie. has a very good vibe. And I also like things that are not plays, but are very theatrical. Like I would, like Wes Anderson movies are, are very yeah. theatrical in that way. And a lot of uh, Amy Sherman Palladino stuff is that way too, where it feels like a play. And I like that. I realized. Ma Rainey made me realize that. 
yeah, like they don't have too many sets. A um, lot of extended monologues. Yep. One camera. One camera. Like intri- like character development that it doesn't really exist in like other kind of movies. Like I felt like I knew all those people in that short amount of time. Yeah, yeah they did a good job with that. Could you tell me why your favorite character was the stuttering nephew? <sighs> yeah, I, so, didn't, I didn't understand that. Okay, <laughs> so they there was a part of the film where Ma Rainey brought her nephew along. Spoiler. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he, did he drive the car? Yeah, no. he's the one that crashed. But he, she drove it at the end. No, but in the beginning, he crashed. Oh, he, okay. he got, he got in the accident. Okay. So they want him to record the intro. And they kind of... It isn't really explained very well, well but... Ma wants him to record so that he gets a paycheck. Yeah, yeah but which also... Makes sense. She also said she wanted him to overcome his stutter. Yeah. yeah. So, did she want the paycheck or to overcome the stutter? We don't know. She wanted to, oh. fuck, she wanted to fuck with the record company. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and she wanted him to work for... She didn't just want to give him money. Mm-hmm. She will, but she'd rather he worked for it. Yeah. Or feel like he worked for it. Yeah. Well... And if he can overcome a stutter in the process... Well, great. Stutter or not, like he had a terrible voice. So why is it funny? They kept doing it over and over again for comedic value. Yeah. So you were being sarcastic when you said that would murder in, on a live production. I would think that that would be played up for huge laughs in a live production. Oh, so you weren't being sarcastic. No, I was not. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't feel that way. So what was the point of like doing it over and over the again? I just told you. But you how many? T- they did six takes of it. Well, he's got a stutter. He's not going to get it on the first take. You have to feel that he's really working for it. I think it was played up for cheap laughs. I, that's I didn't all think I it was say. funny. I thought it was I beautiful. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't think it was middle. beautiful. <laughs> I liked it. You know, she was so you. You don't really get to see her happy, and that was a moment when she was genuinely okay. happy. I may have when misinterpreted. It. Um, yeah, I, she's miserable the entire time. She was pretty miserable. <laughs> and that's the only moment that she's really happy. Miserable and shiny. That's what Very she shiny. was. Very sweaty. I, I, it was a good flick though. I really liked it. Yeah. How about the ending? We can't spoil it. Um, it's still a very new movie. It is. Kind of took me out of it, but how much of that was based in fact? I assume they that part wasn't. Yeah, but I, don't I didn't know. look into it, but was that Chadwick's last thing that he filmed? I believe so. I thought he was pretty good. I mean, he wasn't great. I thought he was good. Um, he was over the was over great. the top in that that playwright kind of way. Yeah, like his monologues were, but it was. I don't know. I don't really know like what's meant to be over the top combined with what was him maybe kind of overacting. But it was good. No, I didn't think he was overacting. I thought his character was overacting too. Like compensate or overcompensate yeah he loved those shoes he loved those shoes yeah well he had a shitty life and yeah if he could buy himself a nice pair of shoes and he's made it a little bit further than he thought he would yeah good flick i give it now that i'm a letterbox member i have to grade movies consistently that's my goal for 2021 how does the letterbox grading system work it's a star rating right but you can do half stars okay it's yeah so but i want to be like like Scott gives like Doctor Strange, you gave three and a half, maybe three or three and a half, yeah. Out Let's of five? be on, yeah. yeah. But that's as a Marvel movie. Yeah, you have to take everything in context. I mean, two thousand one, A Space Odyssey, compared to Doctor Strange, I don't know if that's. You have I, to take everything in context for yeah. what it is yeah. and what it's trying to do. I'd say Ma Rainey's a three, three stars. That's low. But that seems low. I I think it was a three star movie. Okay. 
What I'll, about you, Scott? I'll have to check what I officially gave it. Oh no, um, I was gonna. I'm not gonna go back and start reviewing all the movies I've seen. Out of five, no, I'd give it a four point five. Wow, that's like a five. There's only. I mean, it's not Citizen depressing Kane enough for five. you. It's not depressing enough for you to be five. That might be true. Yeah, I went three and a half. That seems very fair. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna say? I like the performances better than the. I don't know. There was something that I didn't love about it. And I couldn't really put my finger on it. It kind of had like a cartoonish vibe to it. it might, like yeah. when they weren't in the studio, when they were outside, you could tell it was like, it, it almost, it was a small set. Like, I don't know. It just smelled like a, I think they were felt, going for that, but I think it also affected how yeah, I how I Because there's a, pl- it. a play, it's going to be very intimate. So these small sets are going to be, you know, they're going to roll them out there in a few minutes. I don't know. I think it just, it did a lot of work. I think that the actors and the, the roles in particular did a lot of work in short time of showing like the dual lives that black people have to live in terms of how they have to act around white people and how they can act around themselves and how they know they they have to read the room and they have to figure out how to act in every certain situation that white people don't have to consider and to do all of that in such a short amount of time with such a short amount of story is doing a lot it's fair too it's a good it's a good argument yeah uh, I still. I guess I have to watch Fences. I don't know why I haven't. I haven't either. It's Denzel who we love. Yeah. Maybe I'll make that one of my resolutions. Watch <laughs> Fences. <laughs> really shooting for the moon. <laughs> well, I've been catching up on the Small Axe series on Amazon, and it's probably the best thing I've seen in 2020. I think. Yeah, I think it probably was for me. Mangrove in particular. I mean, I didn't even know he was. Ma- Steve McQueen was making that. I just Boyer. I'd read a Boyega interview. Six, he's six incredible. Ago. He he doesn't even he doesn't even like. He's a different person when he acts. His voice is different. His you, body is. Did different. Did you get to Red, White, and Blue? No. no. Was that the one you told me was really tough? Um, no tougher than the other ones. No, it's okay. it's a long line. One of them of you said was really tough. I mean, I think we were different wavelengths there. The fourth one I didn't like as much. Alex Weedle. <laughs> I don't like that name, Weedle. But uh, uh, Red, White, and Blue was really good. I liked it a lot. We can talk about it without, you know, spoiling it. But uh, he's got it. He won't get an Oscar for that. I think he deserves it. It's going into Emmys. Oh yeah, shit. We went over this last time. <laughs> Did I tell you about the cider? That my cider joke. <laughs> I repeated a joke word for word off mic, and it was. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, at least you did it you, off mic instead of I on no, mic that, again. That would have been content if yeah. I did it on mic. You guys could have fucking roasted my ass. <laughs> that is embarrassing, though. But so, Ma Rainey, wow, a three and a three point five from you guys. We yeah, can, yeah. We can move on. Okay. Well, small acts. I think everyone should watch that. Best. Maybe thing. next time we should do top five things we saw in twenty. <laughs> yeah. On the screen, I, I have like an idea. Like I watched Hail Caesar this week, mm-hmm. and. I really have such different feelings on it as the first time I watched it. Yeah? You uh, get it a little more? Or no? I get it, but like I still don't really know how I feel about it. So you have the same feelings. I don't. It, um, their feelings aren't any clearer. But it, still, it's just a weird fucking movie. It is, yeah. I'm not going to say anything because you're going to watch it, right? Yes. I think a good idea for a podcast would be you just, it's called, you just get forced to watch a movie that you did not like and try to find out what you liked about it, what you like about it. Because that movie is just strange. Like, 
the tone is so weird. Like, you read an essay on it, so you probably feel differently, but um, you probably have, when was the last time you watched it? I've only watched it once, and it was back when it came out on DVD or whatever. Yeah. Um, the essay is illuminating just because Naaman does a really good job breaking them down, mm-hmm. all, the, all the Cohen movies, and explaining what they're going for like with each tone shift yeah i mean with with each set piece my big thing was that josh brolin is this like private investigator slash fixer Fixer, and george clooney who has a very small role but some for some reason it's It's framed yeah it's focused around him but he's got a very small role in the movie uh george clooney i said they should have switched roles it would have played differently because you, Josh Brolin to me seems like a big dummy in real life. I think that's what he's going for, though. That's the thing. It's like the tone of the movie is very strange. I, I don't know. You, you saw Goonies, right? Yeah. Josh Brolin's in Goonies. Yeah, he's he plays the older kind brother. of a bozo in that. Yeah, but he's supposed to be. Yeah. You don't like a bozo. Don't like a bozo. Hmm. But he's been in a lot of other things besides Goonies and Hail <laughs> What if you What if you dubbed Bozo over? Bozo dubbed over? <laughs> have you seen that? No, you no. haven't. Tim Robinson. Yes, you have. It's, but, I think you oh, is leave. it? I think you should. Oh leave. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, been a while. Watch, watch it again. <laughs> do it. Do it. Uh, well, No Country for Old Men was on. He's a bozo in that too. He's not like a Llewellyn Moss. How dare you? That's a. That's his name, name in it? Yeah. yeah. The names are so good. The, the thing I got most out of the name and book about the Coens was the names are amazing for everybody in every movie. You just don't see them in print, so you don't really yeah. internalize them. You don't see first and last name. Well, Josh Brolin's name in Hail Caesar is Mannix is his last name. Mm-hmm. Baird is George Clooney's name. I forget the you know surnames, but last names. But it's just a interesting little flick. I can't wait to hear your thoughts, Emily. Okay. But like, did you tie it into Barton Fink at all, the Capitol Records? Yeah, I did, but I'm not. I the con the movie oh, isn't good. Thanos. I was like, why do I know that name? Yeah, right he's now? a big bozo. Yeah. Okay. Thanos is a big bozo. The biggest. Yeah, he might be bozo they of the call year. Him scrotum chin on binge mode. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's not nice. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Um, <laughs> not not Brolin, the character. Oh, okay. The big, the big blue purple guy. Yeah. Anyway, continue with your Barton Fink, well, Hail Caesar. Discussion. So like. The content, Barton Fink, I really liked the second time, second time around. Sure. These are ten year gaps, though, that I'm dealing with here. Yeah. Because I thought I knew what I was watching the first time, and then in reality, I really didn't. But like, now Emily, you might want to cover years because you're going to watch Barton Fink. How good was John Goodman in that movie? He's fantastic. Like, the funny thing about his role was that I thought John Turturro was going to hate him when he first met him. And he kind of did. He does, but he talks down to him. But like, then they needed each other. Yeah, but yeah, Goodman's also responsible for all of it. Yeah, I mean, it's a complicated movie when it gets near the end. But I have other thoughts. Well, we'll save them for. I, I want to watch. Okay. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, and we'll re- we'll talk about it once Emily sees it because she hasn't seen it at all. So you can un- you can right. unplug your ears. All right, we'll save the Barton Fink discussion. It's the Cohen. Br- Sorry, guys. No, it's okay. Um, it was oh, a well, rough day. Oh, t- listen, dead rat and diapers. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, there was, I, 
What that? Okay, Raising Arizona. That is a movie I've never seen, and I seen parts of it, and I did not like it. Had an ab- adverse reaction to it. I'm gonna try to watch that again. Okay. I did comedy. Another resolution for you. Another one. The comedy just doesn't work for me. No, no Nick Cage. Nope. His last name is McDonough, though, in the movie. H H, I think. Yeah. Uh, do you have it on your your plex, right? I don't know. It used to be on demand, but it's not anymore. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, you do have it on your plex, but that's movie talk, everybody. Could be a di- it could be a DivX file. It's like seven hundred and fifty it, it megabytes. It is. It is. We don't. We need Blu-ray. You don't want to watch that. No. Um, now, I sent you guys a picture of a young man wearing a fur coat today. What'd you think of that? He went for it. Or somebody went for it. Who purchased it? That's I don't real didn't question. get any answers. This young man is a friend of ours. It's not like an And he's not young and he's barely a man. <laughs> he's younger than us. That's true. It's our friend Tony. He was uh, the picture for this episode is going to be him in that fur coat. I'm letting everyone know. Uh, <laughs> Tony, was, the original co host of this podcast. Yeah. He he was the original co host and creator. Um, mm-hmm. Now he's never listened. I don't even think he knows we do this. <laughs> he knows. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't know anything about how to like listen to a podcast. <laughs> poor Tony. This not poor Tony. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I so, was in a. So this coat. Yeah, it's just a fur coat. Did he text it to you? No, Megan did. His Is wife. it hers? <laughs> I mean, still, it's still ridiculous. It's I mean, got to be a faux fur coat. Fox. No. F a u x. Yes. Or could it be made of foxes? Could be. No, it's fake. He looks great, though. I mean, he looks... I, he looks wh- so smug. Whenever I get a picture of Tony, the first thing I do is I zoom in on the face. <laughs> yeah, and how pleased does he look <laughs> he, with himself? He looks like... Yeah, it had to have been free on the side of a road. <laughs> Maybe he has his own dead rat collection that he fashioned a fur coat out of. Skin the Lester Foxes, maybe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that reference. Sometimes your jokes are too smart. Do you ever realize that? Yeah, I know. I mean, you're not dealing with the sharpest tools over here. Definitely not with me. Is that a soccer thing? It is. Okay. It is, but it's still, a, it's, I mean. You deduct well. <laughs> but <laughs> Takes me a while. Boxed wine took me a longer than it should have. I could probably get, I should, I should call Tony right now and see if he can explain the fur coat. <laughs> Do you want me to? Yeah, pause it. Let's but, take a break. All right, hold on. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, I got Scott and Emily here. Can you hear them? What's going on, Tony? Hey, Tony. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey, uh, real quick. you just quick. wake up? Are you just waking up? No. I'm watching the game. <laughs> Why? Well, they're up by one. Jesus. So I have to legally let you know we're recording this right now. But uh, Are we? Did you double check to make sure? Yes, we are. <laughs> I, I gotta ask you a question. Tell us about the fucking fur coat. What do you know about the fur coat? <laughs> All the details. I don't know anything about the fur coat. What did you put on the internet? I'm a. It, Patrick did say he might make that the accompanying hey, picture to the episode. <laughs> Tell Megan that she's being recorded. There's le- legalities we have to. Uh, HR made sure. Yeah, I am. Uh, and it, tell us about the fur coat. Uh, I killed it and I skinned it. And then it was a coat. All was it? Did you find an animal wearing a coat? And then you took its coat. <laughs> do, you ha- do you have a favorite taxidermist? <laughs> yeah. You no, know, I found it at the uh, antique store. It's good, good find. How much was it? 
business. <laughs> that means it was expensive. I think Emily has a question. No, I just said, of course, he found it at the antique store. It's Tony's favorite place. Okay. Tony, I still think about those little birds you have in your house often. <laughs> can, <laughs> uh, can, can I talk to Megan real quick? Megan, you're being recorded. Hi. You're not being videoed, but you're being audibly how do you say uh, it? Audily. <laughs> Your audio is being recorded. Um, real quick, um, what's with the fur coat? <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Wait, Tony got you that for Christmas, but really it's a gift for himself. Basically. Okay. Well, it looks great on him, I think. I think he... Another winning Christmas over in Taunton. Um <laughs> This kind of loops back around that when Emily, so Scott and Emily, they're over at my house right now. We're recording our Smash Hit podcast. And when Emily came over, she got out of her car. There was a dead rat in the road. Very sad. So the fact that there was a dead rat in the road, and then I, it made me think of the fur coat because it looks like it was potentially made out of dead rats. Absolutely. <laughs> well, all right. I'll let you guys go, but this has been great. Tony, do you have a favorite song of last year? Uh, boy. It doesn't have to be a song that came out last year. Just a song that you yeah, loved some, of last year. Something we can play. Let me text you in two minutes. What about something off the new Bright Eyes? You played that for a while. Oh, Fourth Convalescence is the best song in that, that uh, album. All right. Well, great. Now we can kind of segue back into our actual topic. I'm going to play it right now. Can Dr. Connor Overstock. Can you hear Dr. it? Dr. Connor Overstock, yeah. Can you hear the music, Tony? <laughs> I mean, we got a major recording studio here. All right, well, we're going to let you go. All right, water that plant behind you, too. All right, <laughs> bye. Happy New Year, bud. He hung up on me. He was on video? Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was fun. Um, I got to mentally regroup after that. <laughs> I'm surprised he answered. This is another... So wait, this is Tony's favorite song of... At least off of that Bright Eyes album that came out last summer. Yeah. This album did nothing for me. It was okay. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Do you like Bright Eyes? The three of us were texting about it. Yeah, I like Bright Eyes. Scott, you and Tony I'm, and I had a little separate text thread for a while. Yeah, I'm not on that thread for a reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that thread was rekindled this week. No. Is there a thread with me, you, Dan, and Tony? No. Uh, maybe, but I didn't get any of those texts, if there is. My phone sometimes shields me from you guys. <laughs> wow. Is that a setting? <laughs> it seems kind of convenient, to be honest. <laughs> I have to mentally regroup from Tony because it's like... Take a break? No, no, we don't need to take a break. I just think it's... the the first, I, There's so many more questions. You did what you could. You got, there's no hint we, of... We ambushed him a little bit. Well, there's no hint of irony when he says, I got this first coat for my wife. And it was for him. No, he didn't he, even say that. She said, Megan let us know. He wouldn't disclose the price. Yeah, because he knows it was really for him. I'm sure it was expensive. I'm sure it was... I would say... 85 is my guess. He can't. No. There's no. Um, he, she, he, whoa, whoa, do you easy. know Tony okay. in an antique store? I do. He, he buys. There's no, like, sky's the limit in there. You know, there. when 
conservatives get pissed about the stimulus and they people are spending it frivolously. That's what they're mad about. Well, you seem to get mad I'm when mad I was now. donating it. No, I'm not mad about that. <laughs> I'm just I feel bad that I've You're standing up in your computer chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last stimulus I bought this Sonos stereo system in my house and now I feel bad that you're donating to the Dead Rat Memorial Fund. <laughs> um, <Jesus>. But <laughs> I have a lot of ground to make up since I was censured. Is that what does censured mean? Well, you're right. Yeah, you're okay. Okay, there. all right. Um, no, I just think you so are I, dying to say why. <laughs> no, I, I implore I, you not to. I was. I ran it. Um, I ran that joke in front of uh, another audience, and they were like, "It's it is what it is." The fact that we're not you're not allowed to say it is. They're doing you almost a favor. You don't want that on rec- record. Thank you to whoever Pat that was Sarah. I re- correct. And it's not like it was not a joke. It's just like a it turn was, of phrase. No, <laughs> it wasn't that at all. <laughs> all right, you can pay no, a dollar. Let's just, let's just move okay. on. Uh, this is a, a good song. Yeah. And this is kind of I know, do like Bright Eyes. We've talked about this. You no, always. I, yeah. I, I like Bright Eyes. I just it it's, can be a little. It just reminds me of being, like, 19. Yeah. It reminds me of going to the Vets Club in Raynham and biting the bar and then climbing <laughs> on top of the bar and then them asking me to leave. You and I have a very different Bright Eyes experience. Because <laughs> they had a jukebox, and we would put the song on repeat. And Which song? It, oh, Four Winds. Okay. Um, we'd put that on repeat, and they'd ask us to leave. Sure, the Vets, lo- they love that song. Hated it. We'd chain-smoke cigarettes in there. <laughs> Good times. Uh, and it's funny thing is you have to sign in when you go there. So, like, they knew who we were. They could have potentially said, you cannot come back here. Yeah, of course. But they let us back. Um, well, we got to move on to our top songs mm-hmm. of the year. I, oh, it's going right into one of mine. That's fine. It's a good segue. Well, I guess we can talk about this. Did you guys already listen to the songs? Yeah, except yeah. for the last one that you added. Pat. Okay. I'd never heard that, and I didn't get to listen to it. But Well... I don't know if 2020 was a very good year for music. I think it was very top heavy. Did you? I think you guys, except for Nick Drake, did you pick all songs that came out in 2020? Yes. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite album or the album that like most resonated with me was probably either <clears throat> Phoebe Bridgers or um, Fiona Apple. Because when that Fiona Apple came out, that was March. It was March, yeah. Balls deep in the quarantine. No, no, that was no. the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, we weren't balls deep at that point. <laughs> but I remember listening to it a lot when we were playing online poker. Yeah, it fit in perfectly for some reason. It straddled a good fine line between background music and actual active listening. It's good active listening. Um, the Phoebe Bridgers record. She put out a record, I think, in 2017. I talked about this before on the podcast. I won't say it again, but I saw her live. Great Scott in Boston. There was probably 70 people there. She played with uh, Soccer Mommy. Really? Yeah. And she brought out... Connor Oberst was there. I mean, this was a crazy show. And who were you there to see? I was there to see Phoebe Bridgers. Huh. And then I went on Twitter. Were you by yourself? I was. Okay. Um, I looked... So, like, have you been to the Great Scott? Yeah. So, Not in a so like, decade, if you're but. facing the stage where the bathrooms are, I look in the corner and I'm like, that looks like Connor Oberst. So I go on Twitter and I type in Connor Oberst, Phoebe Bridgers. And <clears throat> people were saying the same thing. I see Connor Oberst at the Phoebe Bridgers show. 
So I'm like, social media is so scary. Yeah. So I'm like, they're going to, I, hopefully she brings him out and they did. And this was before they put out that record together, better oblivion community, which was a terrific album. Best thing Connor Obers has done in a long time. Hmm. So that was good. And Soccer Mommy, Scott, you did a little Soccer Mommy listening. Very little. Not enough. I want to listen to She's, more. And she opened the show, and she was excellent, too. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it was a great show. And to have Phoebe Bridgers just blow up like she has is uh, pretty crazy. So did her, you listen to the Soccer Mommy album this year? I did. I didn't love it, but it was like a pretty big stylistic departure from the previous record. Mm. So it had like more... I guess electronic elements to it. So it was like she was almost like folk meets like acoustic kind of a real Lewin Davis situation. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, she was like It was pretty well reviewed. It was critically adored. Yeah. Did so you, wa- you watched the video directed by I TV have not Waller watched. Bridge. I do not watch music videos. You told us that you watched it. Did I? Yeah. No. I think you did. Yeah. Because I was upset because I couldn't. It was a Facebook ex- exclusive thing, and I'm not on Facebook because it stars the guy from Normal People, Paul. Yeah. I definitely told you about it, but no, I told you guys about it, and, and you said <laughs> Wait, I, I just I? watched it. It's okay. Um, we talked about we, it. We talked. Uh, okay, take back my comment about not watching music videos. I did see like the making of it, and incidentally, probably saw most of it. <laughs> but you sent <laughs> this is a lot of shit. You sent me something this week in email. He's pointing at Scott. I'm pointing at Scott about the names being similar. I can't remember. And I said, that, well, she directed the video. Yeah. All right. It was very strange. But All this to confirm that Pat just lies to me. <laughs> I don't remember that. Ah, it's tough stuff. Hey, what are you drinking? Is that that apple cider? Three <laughs> drinks over here. Don't you worry do have about three drinks. You do bring a few different <laughs> drinks. I did notice that. You mix it up. Yeah. You don't know what you might be in the mood for halfway exactly. through. That's fair. Tea, you- seltzer, and cider. Mm-hmm. All the all non-alcoholic the- seltzer. I have a. I got a very nice David's Tea loose leaf collection for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I've been drinking those this week, and they are excellent. Not helping my voice though. No, um, <laughs> need more tea. I do need more tea. I had a night. The, there, David's tea is awesome. I got it for a gift. It must be really expensive though. Yeah, it is. So, have you ever got, been to a David's tea? No, I no, I have not. <laughs> 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 um, good stuff though. But maybe they'll sponsor us. Maybe they will. I uh, <clears throat> well, I did email Athletic Brewing and I said I would like to get somebody from the brewery to interview for this podcast is this and, real yeah it is real and they never responded and that was like six weeks ago <laughs> but like give it time i mean <clears throat> i think this is a really busy time for non-alcoholic breweries because of dry january Probably. also so, everyone's on like like thanksgiving to new year's is a tough time for yeah me. and i'm not looking for handouts i just want to ask questions you're also looking for handouts i'm not looking for handouts <laughs> i can buy my own stuff um so Getting back around to how I'm saying it, like, wasn't a great year for music. I'm, I, the point I wanted to make was that it was very top-heavy, but there was an artist that came out. His first full-length album, his name was Barty Strange. Have you heard of this gentleman? Not until you put it on the list. So he's, uh, he's an African-American fellow, and he kind of does rap and, like, I guess emo slash punk rock. So I just started listening to this album, like, four weeks ago. The first time I put it on, maybe two weeks ago, the first time I put it on was when I was started reading Normal People. 
Ah. And I was like, I saw the, it sounds gimmicky, but I saw like the cover and I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to give this uh, a shot. So I played We all the f- judge things by the cover. We do. Books, beer cans. Mm-hmm. Dead rats. I got to say though, this song reminded me of Bombay Bicycle Club. Really? Mm-hmm. I, well, we're not Go reviewing ahead, play it. it. Play it. It kind of does. Did you do any background research on the artist? No. It really sounded like a fat song to me. I just think this is one of the better songs I heard. This song is called Mustang. It's named after where he grew up. He grew up on a horse? <laughs> yeah, he grew up in a Mustang. <laughs> um, come on, Marcus. So Game commentary again. <laughs> This is more, there's more depth to this than Bombay Bicycle Club. I, I agree. But I, I think it's a really you song. A really you sound. I heard it and I'm like, this is for me. You're not going to like the other song, Boomer. I don't hate it, but it's just, it's like, same as Bombay Bicycle Club, where it's it's there, it exists, it's fine, it's... Mm, no. No? I disagree. It, I mean, I'm not going to... This feels more TV on the radio a little bit. Yeah, I think he's rapping combined with singing. Um, Where does he rap? Did I miss it? I don't hear rapping. I, I don't know if it's rap rapping, but it's rhyming. Spitting? <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, yeah, he's spitting. Uh, I, I just thought it was a cool song. Uh, and if you don't like it, well, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play one of Emily's songs. <laughs> we don't have the, to. No, I'm I, just kidding. The vibe in here tonight is... <laughs> I feel like the dead rat... <laughs> really? <laughs> um, now, we'll go to your songs. I have a specific order. Okay, let's start with. Um, they go. <laughs> if in, she has the order, don't tell her. Right, let's the order start is. with Barracuda. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> they go. Start with Baby Doll. All right, Baby Doll by an artist called Sweet Spirit, mm-hmm. who I have never heard of. Me either. Until Spotify recommended this to really? me in maybe March. God bless say. the algorithm. Yeah. Sounds like we got a real Bombay Bicycle Club situation <laughs> over here. <laughs> um, yeah. This came up on my Discover Weekly. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Although I sort of reject the, the binary that she's telling, but... It's hard to hear this and not start to like... It reminds me of Amy Winehouse. Yeah, the voice is very Scott, Amy Winehouse. a little bit. I dig it. So 2015, I think, <laughs> was this? <laughs> That's the kicker. It Wait, maybe, maybe 2013, ago. but I think it was 2015. You have a Donnie Trumpet song on yours? Thanks to Scott, I do. Wow. <laughs> she heard that song eight days ago. <laughs> Wow. Two weeks ago. He changed his name. He's not Donnie Trumpet anymore. Donald. <laughs> I think he goes by Nico <laughs> <Donald> Siegel. <laughs> yeah. Chris Clarinet, I think, is his <laughs> new name. I got to grab a drink. Go ahead. Have you listened to any other sweet, what is it? 2014 is this. Yeah. Um, didn't care for it. Okay. Not as upbeat yeah. as this one. It's fun. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> We're just letting the listeners hear it. Yeah, very Amy Winehouse style voice. I don't know what you would call the music style. It's not 
quite like ska, but it reminds me of that like sort of upbeat like. Kind of reminds me of the specials meets like R and B. Yeah. Anyway, very fun. The video Gets- is very weird. If anyone wants to watch the video, I can't. I don't watch videos. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch this one. It's not going <laughs> to improve your... Sweet spirit. Let me look this artist up. Oh, she's adorable. It's like a very large band. Emily said she didn't dig the other stuff she heard. Okay. Mm. All right, cool. Yeah, I wouldn't even have thought of Ska when I heard this. No. But Something about the way it makes you want to like bounce like around is the skank. same. Yeah. <laughs> Scott starts ganking. <laughs> Tough to do on a short... <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. It's not Sky at all. It just invokes that same sort of movement in me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm a terrible dancer. Me too. It's fine. Are you a bad dancer? Yes. I want to find pictures of... I searched through my whole wedding album. 1,300 pictures. I didn't see one of Emily. That's sad. It's not, not intentional. I know. I think I remember you telling me that you purposely avoid these things. Um, can we have Scott pick a song? Mm-hmm. Scott, what do you got? We're going to change the vibe a little bit and go with Rico Nasty's iPhone. You, you don't want to save this one for last? Nope, this is going to be first. Okay. Do you not like this song? She doesn't. This, I think we talked about this on our very first episode. It might have been. Look so, how far we've th- come. I looked at the playlist and I was like, okay, 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 going through them. And then I came across this song and I was like, God Damn it, I'm going to have to listen to this song again. So this is Rico Nasty. She put out a new album. This song came out a few months before as a single. Uh, this is produced by Dylan Brady of 100 Gex, who all the kids love. My seven-year-old loved this song for a while. He, uh, I, mean, I said what happened. I was off mic, sorry. Oh, Jason, my seven-year-old, loved this song yeah. and included it on a... Flipgrid to his teacher about what his favorite songs were at the I moment. I thought he didn't complete that assignment. <laughs> he did it eventually. <laughs> I, that was, uh, it was like this and Black Sabbath and, you know. Wait, right, what was the Black I, Sabbath Iron song? Man. Iron Man because he's into Marvel. Oh, they play that in it. Oh, that's so weird. But He's got a wide range of tastes, your son. <laughs> he does. Uh, this song came on much like Emily. I was surfing through just new music, random singles, and it popped up and it caught my uh, caught my ear. I asked Pat if he liked it. I said yes. It did. The rest this of the is album another... is uh, okay. It's it's not as good. It's very aggressive female rap. That sounds vaguely misogynist and almost racist. I can only. I don't like it. It's aggressive female rap. How much? How much Cardi do you listen to? Nikki. I don't listen to any Nikki. I did listen to the Invasion of Privacy record when it came out. So I, I like him occasionally, but I can't listen to it all the time. So R- Rico's in that <laughs> same like your mold. <laughs> Maybe. I, <know>. <laughs> I can't be getting it from all Wait, angles. Wait, what, what did you just say about <laughs> vaguely misogynistic? And- <laughs> well, it's like, I, I get enough of this at home. I can't <laughs> listen to it in the car. <laughs> Yeah, I like um, that line, smoking so much gas. Yeah. It's good. So, uh, Patrick. What, what, what? Both anti-iPhones, and yet you love this song. I'm not an, I had an iPhone for years. Scott is anti-iPhone. Extremely. But maybe he can't listen to it so much because his wife has an iPhone. That's, maybe that's what it is. She yeah. hates the song, too. <laughs> well, there's nothing. There, like This beat to me is so, There's nothing like, to hate about the song? Is that what you were just about to say? Yeah. Emily hates it. The beat is so warm to me. Me, too. And catchy. 
feels like a blanket. It's, it's that auto-tune voice over and over again. It just grates on me. Right. We've been through this with 808s and heartbreaks. Yeah. Auto-tune isn't what it used to be. I don't want to spoil this. Right. Um, What's your, uh, your next pick? My next pick was a song, kind of reminds me of Quarantine Times. So does the Rico Nasty song. I remember listening yeah. to that while playing poker. Yeah. Um, did you hear the song before, Emily? If you're too, sh- if you're too shy, let me know. Again, I heard this because of Scott. He put it on a playlist for me. So I did pick this one. I wasn't yeah, sure if I did. did. This. I like the song. Great song. It is. Um, 1975. <clears throat> they did not get any love on the year end type very, stuff. Very little. I think because the album was so bloated, and it came out in. March, right? Uh, April? Yeah, maybe April. But yeah, time. It, it was bloated. They couldn't what tour on it. What do you mean by bloated? It's 22 tracks, I think. Oh, yeah. They couldn't tour on it. They're long. They are they're long tracks. There's a lot of filler. Half of it is like objectively yeah, is not good. Song. Um I think the 1975 1975 were a band that were are they no longer a band? <laughs> for me, they're still a band. Okay. <laughs> they were a band that I heard the name I saw the pictures. I saw everything. I was like, I will never listen. I hate it. (laughs) I hate the aesthetic. I hate everything about it. And then that song, which one clicked with me so much? I can't remember the name. Uh, We'd love it if you made it. I heard that song, and I was like, this is the greatest song I've ever heard in my life. Have you heard that song before? I don't. I put put it on the list. Okay, then yes. This one stood out to me more than that one. I listened to the song a million times. It's more of like an homage to the genre yeah. of the 80s. Yes. It's kind of, it's not not terribly original. But I this, can't quite pinpoint which 80s song it reminds me of. Definitely Invisible Genesis. Touch by Genesis. Yeah. Um, there were a few others that went through my head. It hits all the beats so well. Yeah. This gives me the same feeling as the Rico Nasty song. Just a warm, <laughs> kind of, makes you feel good. Yeah. This is warm. That song does not. This song, I... I think yes For whatever reason I can see this as like A montage scene Of three men and a baby Like the song playing When they're like Decorating the nursery And then she's like A toddler And like scrambling Across the floor I can see the song Being in the background And like the two The fathers just like This part to go like this Yeah (laughs) Like exactly They throw up their arms I don't know what to do with She like spits up her peas And they think it's very cute Yeah This was another Poker song I mean we play poker Every other day and there was nothing to do. I did a lot of 1975 live watches for during poker. Yep. And they'd seem really fun live. I don't think I'd ever see them just because it would be... Oh, it'd be so many young girls. If the cir- if it ever... <laughs> How do I freeze? <laughs> Careful. If the situation ever did arise and I could see them at like TD Bank North and sit where I sat for Tool and Bonnever, I sat in the same section. Oh, wow. I would go see it. They do a lot of festivals. You'd see them at a festival show at Boston College. I think they were supposed to be playing. They might have been. In RTJ and Rage Against the Machine. And we probably would have went to see that. Yeah. We would, we yeah. would have tried and talked about it, at least. <laughs> um, <laughs> would have seriously considered it. Well, like. The song is very fun. It's a good song. So. Going back to you, I'll pick your next song. Just kidding. I'll let you pick it. <laughs> uh, Sunday Candy. Okay. Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment. That's my cat's favorite song. Can you hear it? <laughs> it's a toy that lights up. That Makes my, a little laser sound. My parents got me that, got them that toy for Christmas, and I brought it home. I could they hear it. it. I could hear it at night, and then, and then I couldn't hear it anymore. And then when I 
got up the next morning, it was submerged in the water, the water dish. Completely. Oh, they tried to drown it. They tried to drown it. How would you define Chance's involvement with Donnie Trumpet? Uh, tertiary? He's not like the whole... It's not like a full side project? I really <clears throat> don't know. I don't know. I definitely don't know, but Scott put a couple of Chance songs on that playlist that I had requested of him. and This wasn't one of them. This, this wasn't was one of them, but we were the talking night. about... Um, same drugs and then you said you might really like this song too and you played it for me yeah and i haven't stopped listening to it since then that was like three four weeks ago maybe it's a great song good video too mm-hmm. close your ears back it's <laughs> great video did, did you watch the video emily no uh, it's really fun i will now that you, you didn't tell me to watch it i didn't it's true um you can't hear this and not smile that's true I get really sad when I hear Chance when he was good. Okay, been, so maybe you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Emily requested a Chance playlist, so I was working on that last night. Yeah. When he's good, he's so good. Yeah. When he's happy, he's just not so good. Smooth. Did he do this live when we saw him? I think so. Because he did uh, Ultralight Beam. He did his part of that. Yeah, so like, Emily hasn't heard that yet. That's on my, oh. that's on my list, though. Are you anti Kanye West? It changes gear a little bit coming up here. Uh, No, I'm not into Kanye West. I mean, I like Gold Digger and I like. You like his politics? American Boy. (laughs) Sure, yeah. No. Um, Well, you're not going to like Ultra Light Beam. Uh, She might. The chance part. I'm not into Kanye West. I'm just not really into Kanye West. I've never really listened to him. So sad that he used to be so good. He might get back there. The uh, the Christmas special he just did was not bad. I think there were a couple new tracks on there. He needs to get divorced. He doesn't need to do that. Wouldn't hurt. Is he married to a Kardashian? No. No, he's got a wife that's not in the game, as we like to say. No, I think we'll give him the next album. Who we'll is Northwest? Happens. That's their kid. Little Kanye, baby. Kanye's. Oh, okay. You can do a cool podcast where you just ask <laughs> pop culture <laughs> questions. I mean, Scott, try to answer them. Uh, let's not do that. Last, I'm not listening to this episode either. Oh, my God. That was the deciding I like how I... <laughs> see, this is... We had to- You have to hear when Tony was on. I'll listen up until that point. Yeah. And then when I know my stupidity is coming out. First of all, I have to live with out. all of the things that I'm saying. <laughs> if anyone skates, it's Scott. Yeah, always. All, all right, right. Yeah, I love this song. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome, Emily. And you'll, uh, you'll enjoy the whole playlist, I think. Okay. All right, buddy. Let's... Uh, Wait, how are you getting the mixtape? Are all his mixtapes online? He emails yeah, me of, in the As night. of a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I, well, I didn't know Acid was 10 like days? Like two months ago, yeah. 10 days available hmm. now. Interesting. He, he was working on that for a while. Okay, Scott. Let's go with Glass Animals and Tokyo Drifting. Now, here's a band that Scott really digs. I had never heard of them until this album came out. I really only listened to it because it's got a pretty cool bright pink cover with a face on it. Yeah, it's a cool cover. The The best part of this song is the breakdown and the, mm-hmm. the switch over to Denzel Curry. The first artist we played on the podcast was Denzel Curry. 
So, Pat, tonight you sent me and Scott the picture of our friend Tony, who we spoke to earlier. Yes. Wearing the fur coat. Co-creator of the podcast. Looking extremely smug and pleased in his fur coat. Yep. While you sent that, this I had this song playing. Oh, it's perfect. Because I was preparing for tonight. It's fucking perfect. And it really worked well. <laughs> They're going to so, lose. So I've listened to a few, little bit of the Glass Animal stuff. I don't know if I'd like it as much as this album, but this album got no love on any year endless, so I'm pretty in the wind on Pitchfork this Pitchfork is not a big fan. They, they have a lyrical style, which I thought was going to get old for me. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, I'll burn something out. And I still like it a lot. I still listen to it a couple times a week. There's another band called Glass Beach that people get confused with, Glass Animals. Do they sound similar? No. Just the name. <laughs> just the name. Okay. Uh, Glass Animals played... No, wait. Which one are those? Yeah, Glass Animals played right around the same time that Chance played in Boston. I remember seeing the name oh, yeah? on the facade. Come on. Woo. I also would think this would be a great live show. Yeah. Can't imagine this translating well. I got to see this final shot. I don't. Right, we can let the song breathe. Getting the, the good part. Ah. Oh, that's it. That's all she wrote. Celtic lost. All right. Hold on. Let it, let, give me my part. I'm going right to turn up a little. That's my favorite, like 30 seconds of the year. Well, I'll have. Interesting. I really love it. Do the kids like this song? Um, they don't hear it too often. Okay. It's also a good guest verse. Denzel's the man. Okay. Can I move on to one of my picks? Certainly. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna go with Phoebe Bridgers, um, who. I'll tell you a funny story. I was into her for a while. And then my buddy was like, do you like Phoebe Bridgers? I'm like, yeah, but it's Phoebe Bridges. And she And he's like, no, it's Phoebe Bridgers. And I go, I've been listening to her for like three years. <laughs> Mandela Effect style. Yeah. So then I had to go look through everything, and I'm like, oh my god, I was so wrong. You're just hoping you can find one like Bridges? S- some email I may have sent or something, but... I- thought it was bridges too and then i so confuse it with phoebe waller bridge Wall- mm-hmm. waller is waller bridge see i don't yeah. yeah too many phoebes not enough phoebes it's a great name well this track is the uh the final track on her album punisher now it's a nice little dirge it's very sad i was sad, sad listening to it you are a sad guy <laughs> did you read kelsey's essay which one about, about music about pun about this album no this was her favorite album, but she let she roped in all of her in a depressive episode. Uh, okay. No, I didn't get to that yet. It's Definitely been, read it. It's really good. Been a lot of off computer time for me this week while I've been That's off. Good. That's good. So this song is obviously a banger, but the real best part is near the end. She posted video of them recording this, and it was like so good. The production is just ridiculously good. Now, Tony this loves. It's almost a six-minute song. So, how where are we at right now? Uh, this is the four twenty mark. Okay. 
Uh, I missed that. So Tony loves Connor Oberst. So yeah. by default, he's been getting into Phoebe Bridgers. And Phoebe Bridgers did a... This part's really good. Yeah. Weird to think of Tony banging out to this. Well, she did a spread in Playboy. Very classy. Well, that's... Did so Tony stumble like, across that? Yeah. So <laughs> he doesn't know how to like found put... Found side of the highway. <laughs> yeah, he found it in the woods. Um, he doesn't know how to send get pictures or look up, so I've been, I sent him all the pictures from the Playboy thing, and he was like blown away. So, okay, I have an off, <laughs> off mic comment. We'll talk about it off mic. Sure, Meg- <laughs> Megan was very appreciative. I don't know. But yeah, this Let's track was... back and find out. <laughs> All right, this is one of my favorite songs. So, Emily, your turn. Uh, Cover Me by Candlebox? Betty Swan. Remember the track Cover Me by Candlebox? Maybe. Betty Swan, I don't know her. Nor do I. But I found her this year. So, I okay. listened. For a while, I listened to this podcast called Punch Up the Jam. Demi Adjuibe. Um, Miel. Very smooth. Yeah. Very smooth. Did you practice? I don't need to practice. Do you know how many hours of Gilmore Guys I've listened to (laughs) where I've heard his name? Um, Miel Bredo was his co-host, and they would take popular songs, and they would punch them up to become better in their eyes. They would always have a guest on, and the guest would like recommend the song for them to punch up. And then at the end, they would do unpunchable songs. So songs that are too good to be punched up. And this was recommended on that podcast as a too good song interesting by kevin porter the other gilmore guy he was a guest on okay the episode so when's this from 1968 old <laughs> yeah nowhere near 2020 um but i discovered it in 2020 okay very smooth it is very smooth r&b motown is that what we're dealing with here this is not Motown, I wouldn't say. I would say it's R&B. Blind spot for me that I'd like to fix. Hmm. Too bad I already set one of my goals is to learn how to play Settlers of Catan this year. And watch Fences. <laughs> yeah. There's no room for anything else. I, I feel like we're checking off a few boxes with Fences that might cover R&B as well. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a good track. Yeah. I've listened to this a lot since I think that episode came out in April. Oh, there's uh, my boy Chadwick. You missed him. Ah, uh, yeah. This commercial. Too many, too many dead people. Okay. We let Scott pick a track. Mm-hmm. This will fit in on the Guardian soundtrack somewhere. Yeah. Well, that means I'll never see it Oops. or hear it. I watched Guardians too this I, week. That's the only thing I watched. Couldn't um, watch Barton Fink. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Um, I was going to do my Fink of the Week. That could have been you. I forgot to write it down. Damn it. So our last episode, you played Mr. Blue Sky, thinking that I would know, and that didn't appear until Guardians 2. Oh. That was the very opening song for Guardians 2. Anyway, go ahead. My next track is going to be Off Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. This is Sunday Candy. This is not the right song. I know. (laughs) All right, we're going to go with For Her. Now... Is there any music in this song, or is it a cappella? No, there's music. There's not much. Is this about Paul Thomas Anderson? I think so. 
Look at how feathered his cock There's three very distinct songs that this reminds me of, and we'll, we'll get to it. But. Would I know them? You would know one of them, definitely. You ought to know. See, this album was very good, played all the way through, so like the individual songs. It's hard to pick. Yeah, like Shamika might be my favorite song. I think that's probably the best. I love everything going on in the song. Yeah. It's hard to imagine you, like, rocking out to this. I know. No, it's not. But I do. I can see you in your office at work. It's really good work music. So before this album came out, I read a long interview with her. It was either, the, I think it was The New Yorker. And mm-hmm. she kind of talked about how she made this album. It was a Times. Was it? I think so. New York Magazine, maybe? Who knows? <laughs> um, a magazine written in New York. Definitely that. And she recorded the whole thing in her house, and she spent months just getting different sounds, banging on stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, And you can kind of hear it, I think, in this song the most, where it's really kind of guttural. It's lo-fi, mm-hmm. but it's but still it really precise. Great. It yeah. sounds really good. And she spent so much time doing it. How many different voice tracks did she do? I don't know. At least one. Okay, so the three <laughs> songs, now that we've heard the... Three like, songs. All the trajectory the three, of this. It's like a suite. Number one, Ico Ico by the Dixie Cups. I don't know that track. Number two, Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Sheens. I hear that in the vo- like in the, the s- ramping in the, up. So like, there are like three parts of this song. Yeah. During the second part, that's... And this song is Good Morning from the Singing in the Rain soundtrack. Okay. This part of the song. Hmm. Yeah. Th- those are all above my head. The who, listeners may know. Who loves Singing in the Rain? Who make you, used to force us to watch it? I don't Jim? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I assumed it was It him. was Jim. You'd Jim, always... if you're listening, you'll know this song. Yeah, hey, Jim, if you're listening, <laughs> fuck you for making us watch Singing in the Rain. <laughs> but uh, this album's fucking great. Yeah, I like this song. It just, it really did, like, immediately those three songs came to mind. That's it. Yeah, That's it. good track. I mean, this you can pick anything off that. I, yeah. I'm, when I was, I want to know what happened with her and PTA. Aside from doing coke with her and Quint, him yeah, and Quentin Tarantino. Sounds, that does sound miserable. And to listen to them rail I wouldn't even want to hear shit. that. That'd be terrible. Yeah. Oh, look at the cap. Okay, so I get to pick a track. You're up. Mm-hmm. How many do I get? I got one left. Number four. All right, all right. Um, I will pick a punk rock song. Did you listen to this? Is this Coyote Coyote Crown? Coyote Crown by the Lawrence Arms. No, this is the one I didn't get to. Okay. It's off their album, uh, Skeletal Coast. Skeleton Coast. Skeleton Coast. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the favorite album. (laughs) Did you like this song? I don't think I heard it either. You put it on too late. I did. It's just a, a punk rock song, but this album I listen to a lot. I when did this come up? Probably like beginning of the summer. Okay. You have a very specific male tone that you like, and it's this. This does it's sound the like- same as the other one. <laughs> What the same as it ever was. The, well, the first band you had. Barty Strange. It's a man. Um, it's the same as Hot Water Music. I was going to say, this has a trusty chords <laughs> vibe. I was yeah, going to say. It. 
It, hey, I like what I like. Hey, me too. I, we all do. Yeah. I just, this is your thing, though. I don't know if you know it. This is a thing exists that I like. Because other people like it, too. It's not just my thing. Well, I'm glad. They probably wouldn't be a band otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I would have loved this when I was 22. Yeah. But I like it. This part's... Yeah. Good stuff. How long have they been a band? A long time. 20 years. Okay. What's the band? The Lawrence Arms. Okay, I don't know if you said that. He did, yeah. They call them the Larry Arms online. Uh, old Larry Bicep. <laughs> All right, who gets to pick now? I think it's Emily. Emily's turn. Now, yeah. are we going to do Tessa Violet? We don't have to no, if you I, don't want to. No, no, no. He's just trying to guess <laughs> your order. Guess. Oh, yes. an asshole. Yeah, I told you it was reverse <laughs> order. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were upset about it. No. Well, I only know, besides Donnie Trump. feels out of control. I do know. I do, yeah. <laughs> yes. Bad Ideas. 2019. This is my most recent song on this list. Ooh, scary. I know. I think it came out in October 2019. In Oregon. So I think I cusp. like this one a lot. I did think that you might like this. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting closer there. and closer. Took nine months of me telling you what I like. <laughs> okay, what is this from? I don't know. I heard it. This is embarrassing to admit. I heard it on a Hank Green YouTube video. I don't even know who Hank Green is. <laughs> Brother of John Green. YA author. Anyway. Okay. Um, he has <laughs> a very big following online. But I'm going to find this out. I think she, like wrote and recorded similar um, to Fiona Apple that we were talking about like kind of intimate on her own yeah she's a popular vlogger vlogger that's a whole word (laughs) (laughs) the vloggers no like it's a video blog so it's a vlog Welcome to 2021. This sounds like something that I will. I'm going to figure out in the next week. What do you mean? It reminds. It of reminds something. me of oh, okay, something. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what it is though. It's very dreamy. Yeah. It's very fun. I like it. I don't know if it's for me, but I definitely I appreciate it. Is she from around here? Mm, I don't know. She does. I want to find her. I think she's definitely from the U.S. <laughs> You don't want to listen to her, but... Let's want to have a little chat. Let's see. Ask her where she got the idea from this. Oregon. Really? She did a thing with W... Pacific Northwest trip. You can look her up. Yeah. She's 30, so she's not young. (laughs) What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Too old for me? <laughs> I want to know what this is from. It, it like a movie or something. Did you see the Hank Green YouTube? <laughs> no, no chance. <laughs> Hank Green. Why does he have his own YouTube for his brother? He doesn't have it. For, it's a whole thing. I can't get into okay. it right now. <laughs> You turned it down. You don't like it that much. It's okay. We can move on. It, it's it's borrowing into my brain. He's trying to figure it out. I, can't, I won't be it's, able to. It's one of those songs that you don't think you like at first, and then you the more you hear it, you're like, oh, okay, this is oh, this is catchy. It's good. I, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. All right, Scott. Once you, again, we're going to flip the uh, tone just a little bit. 
with How my... How did I already do all my songs? Did you do five? You didn't. Fi- you didn't. I did... I'm looking at the list. I did... You still have uh, Nick Drake? Oh, okay. Okay, do it. All right. So what are we... Uh, are we doing Walking in the Snow? Nope. We're going to go with my late addition to ah. the podcast. The NPR number one song of the year. WAP. <laughs> this is such... Can we call it a bop? Is that what the kids say? I don't. I doubt they say that. <laughs> they do. They they definitely do. They say, "Hey, you hear that new bop? Wop bop, wop bop, a loo bop, a wop bang boom." So now, I like the song just fine. The everything that they did with this song is fucking great. Yeah. The radio edit is ridiculously gross. It's what is it? Wet and gushy. Yeah. Wet and gushy, but they don't change the name of it. <laughs> it's not like an edit so Scott would make. So it's still it's still WAP, but then it's wet and gushy. So yeah. obviously, yeah. So I I love everything. Can and you like quickly recall the politic the politician who tweeted about this? It's Ben I, I Shapiro. Said was it Ben Shapiro? Ben Shapiro's wife. Okay. He said that if this was happening, it's a medical condition. No, this was a different... It was some politician <laughs> oh, who... It was that day. He tweeted about it and said he accidentally heard it, and he is, like, horrified for these women. But he, like, accidentally saw the video or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he accidentally saw the video. Weren't you, like, blasting this at work the day it came out? Uh, not blasting it. I was listening to it. <laughs> it's nice to be, like, when something hits the zeitgeist like that, and you're just, like, everybody's talking about it, and it's, like, good. I wouldn't know about it. Because everything that... <laughs> <laughs> happens like that is negative though yeah this was very positive yeah except you had to deal with like emily said these republican politicians <laughs> trying to talk about this yeah in any way whatsoever and then just being made to look like such a fool so i for it. no time for the discourse when it comes to this i'm not a big meg the stallion fan am i saying it right I guess so. I don't know. I didn't listen to her album. I probably should have. People love her. Savage is supposed to be a great song. I don't really she's, know that She say, seems brilliant, honestly. They're going to say Mike Savage. She's extremely brilliant, week. and she has a lot to say, and I think we all need to hear it. Yeah. Um, sh- her, former, her record label is owned by Carl Crawford. That's She was having the big really? financial struggle. To try to get let out of her contract, and it's Carl Crawford's record label. Huh, I didn't know he had one. Former Red Sox. Biggest, one of the biggest Red Sox busts in <laughs> history. But yeah, so this isn't my favorite song, but it's pretty good. And we need to talk about it. I'm actually shocked it hasn't come up yet. I'm glad, it, I'm glad it, it exists. We talked, we named one of the episodes after it. Oh, we did, this right. Yeah. The raincoats. I do love uh, I just love their energy I love Cardi B on Instagram I don't follow her but occasionally she pops up and I explore Can't really I think she's hysterical follow her from a library account no. yeah I mean I have no she does, does whatever the fuck she wants man yeah. she's very funny get it it's just weird to me that uh, people don't I just hate I, I, there's people I'm friends with on Facebook that are like oh she's nasty I'm like, what are you talking about? You're fucking crazy. She's good as a rapper. She's good. All is right. that what they mean? Like nasty in the... Who knows? We, I don't know. We don't need to way? dive into this. Okay. She's a nasty woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Patrick, your fifth song okay. of the year. Well, I was reading a little book this year called Utopia and Utopia Avenue. Yep. Very good book. I read it pretty quickly. I think I It probably- was a long book, but it was a quick read. For me, I think I maybe read like 12 books this year, this year, which is a lot. How many did you read? 
We don't have to no, talk about it. No, it's just say. 112. Okay. Around there. I don't know. 100, Might have been. 125. Are you like, like a that. fast reader? Not necessarily. This includes, for Emily, this includes audiobooks. Yeah. It includes graphic novels. Yeah. And it includes YA stuff that she reads for her job. Yes. Okay, so that's like equals to my 12 books in a way. It doesn't. It, I looked no. up page counts. <laughs> it's, not, it's not close. Um, how many books did you read? It doesn't matter. 12 is a great... I'm not, a book a month a is, book a month is fantastic. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I so. just need... I, I don't ever set reading goals for myself. I know you do, right? Well, Goodreads has this easy-to-use yeah, goal in. platform. I don't so use I think, Goodreads. I think I set mine at like 26, and I ended up with 36, I believe. Yeah, you read a lot this year. It was yeah. very difficult to read over the summer and in quarantine because I was constantly looking at the news. Yeah. And then... See, I do the opposite. I shut it all out. And I, I can't. I retreat when I'm stressed. I retreat into I books. do both. I spend healthy. so much time on Twitter... Yeah, it sucks. And it's like I'm it's so not productive. Mm-hmm. But it also it, it it does a thing where it like makes you feel productive. It's a weird thing. Yeah, it's super unhealthy. Very unhealthy. It's so, a real uh, You guys are better informed than I am, so <laughs> Yeah. I <laughs> guess. I know on the plus side we heard WAP yeah, the day. I was going to say <laughs> we emailed about the song of WAP the day it came out. Yeah, I guess you can say we're pretty damn informed. Yeah. Is this leading to a story for your number? Yes. So when so, I would read this book, I, w- I like to read music from... This book, let's say, is about a fictional, it's a fictional band, band of the 60s, but they're existing in that timeline. So there's a lot of references to popular music of the time, including this song. Yeah. So do they reference the song? Yeah. Okay. So a playlist I, I would listen to was about music from the era and this track was on it, and I was like, this song is fucking amazing. Came by on the way. It's called uh, Riverman by Nick Drake, off the record, Such Five Leaves Left. About today. Very sad story about Nick Drake. What's the story? I think he killed himself. I first heard about him on Gilmore Girls. Really? No shock to anybody. Yeah. Season one. I gotta look it up because I don't want his family to listen to this and be like, <laughs> he died peacefully. So this cancer. is late 60s? I think it might have been 68. Yeah, I think so. Let's look. You look up his death and I'll look up. <laughs> he died of an overdose. Okay. So split the difference there. All right. You like this track? It's. I just wouldn't. It's too heavy for me. I just don't listen to it. <laughs> it's very know. Nick Drake. He has a very specific sound. Do you hear the strings in the background? I think he, if as the story goes, he had a friend that could make that kind of music, and he wanted the friend to do the strings. And the record label was like, "No way! Like that's ridiculous!" And then they he did it, and they were like, "All right, I guess it's pretty good." Very Marini of him. Yeah. And uh, I guess 1969. I guess he would do the strings in the studio, nice. and I would just laugh at him and be like, "This is <laughs> ridiculous." He had reverse real- thrombosis or something. <laughs> Now, could you just throw this on any old day of the week? I feel like I have to be in a specific frame of sure. mind to listen to this. Wake up at 7 for work. and <laughs> Get your day going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't do this slow very often. I can. Just I Not have to anymore. be in the right. I love the strings. Yeah. I wonder if this is a parent thing where... I don't have time to feel this sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. Could be. But you're, I, I'll reflect it on but everybody. Like, you watch the news and read I the news. Do I do not watch it. He you reads watch. it constantly. Yeah. That's Twitter news curated to my own personal preferences. Do you go to news websites? 
only through one, Twitter. Only when I have to. Yeah. Only if I need need a story. Yeah. Yeah, this was a good track. I was, I mean, I knew Nick Drake, but I had never heard the song, and it struck a chord with me while I was reading. Um, good stuff. I feel like he was on some Wes Anderson soundtrack as well. Just can't remember which one. I feel like it would have been Ten of Bombs. Yeah, I think you're right. Emily, give us your uh, my number one song number of the year. One. So again, Scott, I kind of owe this song to you. Um, this came, it was the final song on the movie Palm Springs, Ooh. which Scott told me to watch very quickly after it came out, um, summer, June, maybe. Yeah. Something back then. Um, yeah. John Cale, Barracuda. John Cale, you may know him from a little band called the Velvet Underground. Sure. But this is part of his solo music. You should have said Velvet Revolver. <laughs> That's the slash and yeah. the TV. keep turning That's my songs down. It's fine. Yeah, Royal Tenenbaums for Nick Drake. You're right. Did you like Palm Springs? Loved it, yeah. I want to rewatch it. I haven't. I watched it with my girlfriend and it was kind of pause and go situation. Oh, yeah. That's not a movie you want to pause. I. It hit all the right notes for me, so I love romantic comedies when they're done really well mm-hmm. um i love like loophole time travel stuff yeah it did have um, a little and everyone needed a boost right then yeah it, it did a, have a weird yeah you're right every, it was a good boost movie everyone kind of got it was like beautifully shot something pleasant i thought that i love uh, andy sandberg i have no opinion on andy sandberg he hates him <laughs> that's what he means by no opinion. yeah he Meaning doesn't I want to absolutely say despise it. him. <laughs> but uh, what's the dude, the drummer, Whiplash, the mean guy? Oh, yeah, what's his Jake name? J.K. Simmons? He yeah. was way too mean. He was No, no his character he was, was like too homicidal. Uh, what would you, I mean, you're living the same day over and over again, but then he, he came to terms with it and he was fine. Yeah. He was only, it, that was just a short glimpse of his That was just to set him up. Saw. Yeah. Jesus. At the end, he was fine. Why did why'd my cat have to do that? You guys like the song? I do. I'm gonna definitely listen to this more. I'm surprised you didn't know this track already. Yeah, no, me either. Hmm. John Cale, a nice guy. No idea. Never met him. Lou Reed was a bit <laughs> of a dick. I think a lot of musicians are dicks. That's true. I've heard that about Jeff Tweedy. Haven't met him, so I can't say for sure. <laughs> Let's get him on the show. Van Morrison. We've talked about oh, it. He is an absolute <laughs> scumbag. Um, do you know any musicians that are nice? Uh, I mean, I don't know how, like, I don't know any famous m- musicians, but... I'm trying to think if I've had any interactions that were positive. I don't know. I've I met just... the Pie Bomb guys. Were they, they nice? nice? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, kinda... I didn't really meet them. I sort of met them and then quickly left, but... When you're watching movies, do you... You pay this close attention to the songs? I'm Absolutely. Ba- I'm, yes. I'm bad at it. No, I always pay attention. And that's where I've learned a lot of my music is from hmm. movies and TV shows. Gilmore Girls taught me a lot about music, I will say. I watch things so quickly and f- try to forget them so quickly. None of it just sticks with me. So Scott, this is the final like scene it. when they're floating in the pool and like yeah. it's finally the next day and the family comes home and they're like, oh, this is what happens. And right. then it ends with this song. So it's like when the credits are sure. rolling, you're kind of paying a little bit more attention to I can't to, wait I to get hope. to the next thing I'm out <laughs> okay. you don't enjoy you consume Ugh, I know that is true 
the noise just got really weird, and I had to like double take to see if it was actually happening in the headphones. That's my number one. I do have an honorable mention. I'll get to it after. Okay. After I think I might done. have an honorable mention as well, but now, now you have two left. Well, they're combined. They're back-to-back. The Run the Jewels off RTJ4, Walking in the Snow, and Just. And I just... We just have to get to the chorus of Just. And if you're looking for a good watch... Uh, on HBO Max, you can see Run the Jewels perform this album live in front of nobody. That sucks. But uh, it's, it's pretty good, though. It's well-produced, and Walking in the Snow in particular, when he gets to the I Can't Breathe line, they yeah. just stop the show. Like, silence for like 30 seconds and just kind of let it sit. Just got goosebumps. And then the snow stops running. There he is, J.K. Simmons. Second favorite J.K.? Let's not talk about it. You can tell when I'm trying to <laughs> provoke. Do you like RTJ? These are the first two songs I've heard. Really? Um, I will say I really like the lyrics. The music, I it grew on me, but I didn't. It, I wasn't taken by it at first. Listen. We, me and Scott have seen them twice. Yeah. Was it only two? Only two. Two and three. Yeah. That first show was really, really good. The uh, is it the Paradise? Paradise. And then the second one was House of Blues. They were both really good. I just love the Paradise for a good show. It's a great place to see an artist that is about to blow up. We saw Vince there. Vince Staples. Uh, this is Gangsta Boo thing. Scott inspired. loves Gangsta Boo. Um, I never made you watch the uh, Love Again video. No. I'll have to do that. Um, originally, LP was going to be singing this part, and he didn't quite like it enough, so he ended up getting to Boo, getting Boo to sing it. Very political. It's a good track. Yeah, the whole album. This album was top ten almost everywhere. Yeah, I mean, once again, another record that came out. What month did it come out in? Push back to May or something. Yeah, it was like a weird time. I wish. Just sucks when a record comes out and like you're trapped at home. Like, there's no. You know, not we definitely would have seen them live. Let Mike have the floor for a second. Hmm. He reads Bukowski. And Chomsky. Quite the difference. I mean, history has not been kind to Bukowski. What do you mean, quite the difference? Chomsky and Bukowski. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what, he wrote the I Can't Breathe line. It wasn't for George Floyd. George Floyd this year. He wrote it last year because I think Eric Garner had said it too. And so, it, but this album came out two weeks after all the George Floyd stuff. So now it's like, it just felt so prescient. Yeah. So awful. And then this track leads into Just. And I really just like Just for the chorus. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how much I can get my kids to sing about slave masters on their dollars. I have questions, but I need to figure out how to formulate them. (laughs) You like the Radio Raheem reference? I do. Now that you're a big Spike Lee guy. Hell yeah. 
So Need. Scott said this leads into the next. I'm just going to skip the end. Is that all right? All right, we'll let it go. It's really quick. And it's a good point. Mastered economics because you took yourself from squalor. Mastered academics because your grace said you were scholar. Mastered Instagram because you can instigate a follow. I think you could have a big hit. I love that line. 2021 should be hip hop for you. Lot be hard. Do you have any resolutions for 2021? I do. Any of them public? No, they're not worth talking about. Okay, Scott? No, think. never. I'm not a resolution <laughs> man. financial for me. Mine are physical. All right, so uh, what's your honorable mention, Patrick? I wasn't prepared for an honorable mention, but... Um, okay, mine's a cover that uh, I, I'm so dumb. Do you like the Pesh Mode? Yeah. You know the song Enjoy the Silence? Mm-hmm. Well, this band I like, Failure... Um, they've been around for like 30 years. I always preferred success. <laughs> they did a cover, and I was like, I didn't quite get it right off the bat that it was a Depeche Mode cover, but I really dug this. I don't know if anyone else is going to like it, but this is a good run. It came out this year? Yeah. This is by failure? Yeah. You've never heard Failure. They've been around for a while, right? I've heard of it. They made about a band that like AAF maybe played from time to time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at my most played from 2020, and like there's songs from 2015 on here. Yeah, mine was basically just like five, four or five albums. Did you know this was a Depeche Mode song? I knew I had heard it before, okay. and I had to like, it made me very confused. <laughs> but the, the heavy part is really good to me. shaking her head and I'm jamming out I like it Scott do you like it I like it yeah it's fine I guess it just was a song I liked okay payback (laughs) payback for what I'm just joking (laughs) did you have you ever heard the band Mannequin Pussy only from Jason Mannequin yeah I listened to him this week really (laughs) that's so weird (laughs) he Um, mentioned it on his live on their live show of how did this get made he'd mentioned him before too this is a song. It was a name I was never going to remember and never wanted to write down. <laughs> They're a great fan. <laughs> well, you never wanted to write that down. Why? I'll be honest. I spelled it mannequin like Anakin with an M <laughs> the first time. Anakin Mussy? Yeah. <laughs> well, they were one, this song is one of my top ones that I listened to. There was one really good song. Is this a... Drunk 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was it's one, a really good song. That was the one he mentioned as his favorite of the year. That's so weird that I would just bring that up organically. I was going to mention them soon. He has a lot of great wrecks. What, what else did he talk about? Another band. Oh, the, I said he mentioned Hop Along. Oh, But that okay. was like from Gilmore Guys 2016, I think. Okay. So it was a while back. Emily, sleeper song? My honorable mention is from American Utopia, which we talked about on this podcast. And it's Hell You Tombo, if you want to play it. 
David Byrne covering Janelle Monet. Yeah. Um, it's not a song that you would really want to like just throw on, but it's very powerful. Um, I can't hear it without crying, and I'll, that's all I'll say about it because no one needs to hear another middle-aged white lady crying over black suffering any more than we already have. But yeah, very powerful. I think it deserves to be talked about. You know, you 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 bring up that just made me think for a second. Mm-hmm. Was that? Someone commented that they felt very when I my thoughts on Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. They concurred Mar- with Miranda. Me. Miranda, whatever. Miranda. You're Miranda. Miranda. Right? And you said they said that they felt the same way I do. Overexposed. Yeah. My friend Courtney. Pandering. Who may listen to this at some point. She is very well versed in theater. Okay. She has performed on stage. She has a great singing voice. She has a lot of experience. So we're with very theater. similar in a way. Gonna, this is going <laughs> to swell his ego in ways that aren't appropriate. So when Lin Manuel Miranda got such Miranda. fame over, over <laughs> Hamilton, when he wasn't maybe the most um, accomplished accomplished performer on the stage, it kind of turned her off, and she was like sort of against Hamilton because of that. Okay, because she felt like he was trying too hard, and he like was buoying himself up. On the shoulders of all these people who were doing a lot of really great okay. performances, and then she watched it. <laughs> we we sort of forced her to watch it. She agrees that it's a great performance, but she still thinks that he maybe is not the best, which we can all agree. He's so yeah, he's not. The answer to that could be David Byrne, underexposed, saying important things on Broadway. I don't know. It just made me think. What was the question? How can what's the antidote to uh. Lin Manuel Miranda? <laughs> oh, okay. I think David you can't Brin. watch this performance and not feel moved. Oh yeah, half whether pe- or not it's half to those tears. white people in the audience didn't look moved. They yeah, that's I mean, they such were just, a, a weird thing about it to me. The audience was very yeah. They were coming off of the high of seeing David Byrne perform Talking Head songs yeah. that they were in love with for the last thirty years. But did we talk about? That Cohen Brothers thing we could have saw a couple like fifteen years ago in Boston. It was like a play that, at BU or something I, that you got I offered. Only you could have acquired tickets to. No, and we didn't do it. It might have been snowy or something. I don't know. So never turn down a, bra- a chance to go to Broadway. That putting together this list, I was trying to avoid songs that we've already mentioned on this podcast because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be repetitive. I could have easily put some raincoats on here or sure. some Cocteau Twins or whatever. Um, that's the other reason why this sort of made an honorable mention because we have talked about it, but I feel like we need to talk about it more. Okay. Very good track. One of my favorite movies that I watched. I don't think cinema was good enough for me to come up with a list of the best movies I saw this year, but uh, this this would definitely be on it. If it existed, Scott, honorable mention. No, I'm good. You are? Yeah. Well, this is like the. I'll turn this part down because I know this is the part that's probably the most emotionally jarring. Yeah. Um, I think we did it. I think we recovered from we last did week. We did. We definitely did something. Will Will history be kind to us? I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I think we recovered nicely. I think. I think we're all in a. I'm high on my perch, above it all. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we're 
by it all you mean me <laughs> we'll have to get you a higher chair like look how high no, that I chair like is we could alternate every week get higher and higher you'll be hanging from the rafters oh, yeah. at some point we need a good track to go out on we wrap it up i usually have this ready but uh eh, i don't know you ever hear the band strand of oaks no they're pretty good did we have plans for next week not yet okay. no we'll i guess in order of picking music who's turn would it be scott hmm. <laughs> what's that know. lift the finger up <laughs> um yeah i don't know what we're gonna do but okay if, if you like if you're listening I, I got a message from someone that said hey let me know in advance what the movie is so i can watch it oh and i said Martin uh Fink. <laughs> i did I, I, it was my brother and i said you have to venmo me four dollars to know mm-hmm. in advance tim next week Barton Fink. i Bart- think he wants to come on i said he could yeah so We'll do the we could pair Barton Fink with something else. Make Emily watch too. Do you want- oh, you got to watch Hail Caesar. I'll, I'll, I didn't watch Hail Caesar yet, so I'll do that. Let's do Hail. Oh, so okay. if you're listening at home, Hail Caesar. You don't want to be. Uh, we need someone to take the Fink of the Week award, <laughs> the Fink of the Week trophy. But well, it's been real. Cat, you got any words? No. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll get more information on the Patreon. And thanks, Tony and his wife, for calling in. Thanks, yep. Tony and Megan. Happy New Year. Bye. Keep racing ahead. There's no value.